Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Be The Frequency podcast. I'm your host, Shalane Carter, and this podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wealth, quantum physics, and spirituality. I help bring you practical tools to be able to understand and utilize the subtle energy realms to work for you to create the most abundant life. I have been everything from a single mom living off food stamps, being a makeup artist and feeling so lost, to building a six-figure business, attracting the love of my life, traveling the world and feeling incredibly aligned with my purpose here on earth. With my background in healing and being on the road to getting my PhD in integrative medicine myself, along with many other incredible guests are going to share with you how to actually change your habits and shift your frequency so you can begin to live the life that you know you were meant to. Are you ready to take the quantum leap? Let's do this. What is up, everybody? My name is Shalane Carter. I'm your host. And I, of course, cannot keep this to myself anymore. I can't keep it to myself anymore because, well, I shared it a bit. So if you follow me on Instagram, you know I'm also one of the co-owners of a retreat company. We host healing yogic retreats. And we had one last month in Temecula. And I had a really mind-blowing experience. Um, and I feel like I've shared all of my really... I want to normalize spirituality. I want to normalize having these experiences of subtle realms, things of the unseen, going deep into you know, the, the collective consciousness, that that becomes a little bit more normal for you and something where you have a safe space to either talk about it, ask questions, things like that. So if you have had a kind of this spiritual experience that you're like, uh, did this happen? What just happened to me? You can always listen. If you don't already go follow me on Instagram, Shalane Carter and all one word. And we can DM me. We can have like a conversation about it because this is always a safe space to, to chat all things, energy, spirituality. Let's get weird. Okay. So <laughs> speaking of let's getting weird let's talk about this experience that i had so we create we when we created rachaka retreats which is my retreat company also you can follow that on instagram we're launching some new um retreat locations (laughs) beginning of next month so usually people that are on the email list get first dibs so there's you can find all that like in my bio on instagram and get all the things because you're not going to want to miss next year's lineup, which is crazy. We, we really birthed this company out of, gosh, you know what? You kind of look at all these like retreats and it's honestly, it's a little like not to say disappointing, but my business partner and I also lead yoga teacher trainings and we facilitate this these incredible transformational experiences this is not just learning how to like teach yoga and the shapes i always kind of make this joke it's a lot more like life school and less like yoga teacher training if you want to teach yoga when you're done with it great but if nothing else it gives you really really great skills to be able to take out into the world more emotionally connective spiritually aware living a life that is more awake and less unconscious
hold the phone. I have to tell you about one of my favorite tools for healing. It's the brain tap headset. If you haven't seen it, it looks a little bit like a Star Trek situation, but modern and really cute. Um, I don't know if I'd wear it out. However, this brain tap headset has sound frequency, binaural beats that go in your ears, as well as light frequencies, this kind of visor thing that drops down over your eyes to really start to induce your brain into specific frequencies to be able to create change. Now it comes along, it has this program, this app that has all of these different things that you can work on. I've been working on money and business building, really thinking about how I want to change the world and really big picture thinking in my business. But I have people who use it for sleep. I have people that use it for weight loss. I have people that use it for all sorts of different things. It really helps to eliminate these mental blocks and your negative thinking. So you can kind of tap into this creative potential that you have. Your body has this natural recovery power, this innate wisdom within it. And using things like frequency can help to tap into that. This is really cutting edge. Honestly, the way you know, I talk about it all the time, the way that medicine is going is into the quantum, it's into the frequencies. So this is kind of like fitness, but for your brain, it helps you to tap into your intuition, communicate more effectively, be really more aware and in tune with what's actually happening in your body, this emotional intelligence. So if you haven't already, you're gonna wanna check it out. I'll put the link in my bio, but I highly recommend this. My kids have even used it, get this, my kids, we bring it on road trips and my kids love it. Most of the sessions are no longer than 15, 20 minutes, 25 minutes at max. So sometimes when you need a nap, what you really need is your brain frequency to get into maybe a slower frequency, one that taps into the creative so you can come back refreshed and rejuvenated. Go ahead and check it out at the bottom. The link is in the the show notes. Let me know when you buy one, please let me know. Tell me how much you love it. I love to hear all about all of these tools that are you're implementing into your life that is really changing the way that you live so you can become the frequency that you want to be. Okay, so getting back to my story, we host these YTTs, right? And they are really transformative. And a lot of the work that I do, I mean, I've had people say that they feel like they are hovering off the table. Um, I've had people that have processed intense amounts of trauma that they've gone to therapy before and nothing's ever really touched it quite like doing some healing work. And so, so we, we kind of, we're talking about all this and, and my business partner is a, a incredible, incredible yoga teacher and very dedicated and has, has been for years and years and years. So we really were like, okay, well, we really want something that creates a little bit deeper experience. We don't, I I don't want to create an experience where we just basically do yoga in the mornings at a beach, (laughs) like in a tropical location somewhere in the world. We really wanted things that were transformative. So we not only just do yoga, every single one has kind of a focus and we do different practices and things like that. We were doing this particular practice um, at one of our retreats. Um, It's called eye gazing. And what you do is you sit and you just look at somebody. (laughs) It is exactly what you think it is, okay? eye gazing. You, you look at them. So what happens, I've done this several times and it's interesting how it's kind of developed for me. Uh, the first time I ever did it, 
which is really common, this is what a lot of people share, is we take for granted so much when we look at somebody, we're just having a conversation and we're just saying what we want to say and, you know, listening to them a bit, but really we're often in our own head and when you sit and just look at somebody and there's no words exchanged, this is how, this is to me when the people are like, really like it's something like 90 to 93%, something like that of what you communicate is through body language and energy, how you step into a room. And um, this activity blew, like really like nailed it for me. Like I was like, aha, I see, I really see now because I've tangibly experienced it. Um, my first experience doing eye gazing it was a beautiful experience. I kind of watched you all of a sudden you look at somebody's face and it's like their entire life shows on their face. This is why when people like, I now understand more when somebody's a little bit older and maybe starting to get some wrinkles and they're like, I want all those wrinkles. It shows my, my lived experiences. It shows like my wisdom and it, it shows the laughter and it shows the concern and it shows the surprise and the excitement and the, and the curiosity and, you know, when you take those things away, you start to take away and erase some of the stories from my face, you know, from how I've lived, from who I am. The person that I was doing it with, it was wild. It's like I could see her joy and I could see her pain and I could, and it was really starting to intuitively pick up on things that she had experienced. This was before I really identified as a healer and, and would call myself that. Um, and so I then, you know, afterwards we hugged and I was like, did this happen in your life? This is kind of what was being like sent to me. She's like, oh my gosh, yes. And we kind of had these, you know, this beautiful moment. And since then I've done it several times. Um, I've even hosted them, which is really, really when I started seeing auras um, is I would do it through eye gazing because I could focus on this like center point and then around the person would blur and I could see their aura a bit. So that's kind of the development for me is I started to really intuitive just from like watching people. And that's actually a, a big part of my job is I just look at somebody. <laughs> I, you know, I know a lot of people like speak to their spirit guides and different things like that, but I have always felt very um, grounded or grounding for people. And when I look at people, I can tell a lot about their life by the way that their face is, the way that they walk, the way that they breathe, um, the way that they move. And looking at somebody's face, you start to see all the stories of really their life. So this past retreat, we did an eye gazing experience. And it doesn't have to be super long, but really the goal is to just sit as still as possible Okay, you're trying not to move around and things like that because it can be very distracting. Um, of course, you can take you know movements like you know sitting up a little straighter, moving your hands, but you're really trying not to adjust like your seated position too much because you don't want to break the eye contact. Now, naturally, you can't look at both eyes at the same time, which is funny because you're like, I have two eyes and I'm close enough, but really, your both eyes you know make one picture. So really you can't really focus on, I know it sounds silly, but when you're like eye gazing, I'm going to look into their eyes. No, you're going to look into one. You're going to look into one eye for a little bit. And, um, and then what it kind of naturally happens is you kind of switch eyes, but this bizarre thing started to happen to me. When I say bizarre, I'm like 
totally nerding out and thinking it's so cool bizarre so she um i'm sitting there and i'm watching her face and all of a sudden which you know they also say like the eyes are the seat of the soul you know or that you can see into the soul this <laughs> you guys about to get weird okay buckle up buttercup so i'm looking at her and all of a sudden everything but her iris starts to kind of do that like pixelated snow thing everything starts to around her iris her iris is still brown i can still see that color very clearly but everything her face her body the the background behind her everything starts to become this pixelated kind of snowy black and white and i'm like well this is strange but i also don't want to look away because and in my mind i'm like is this something that your like your optic nerve and all of the like rods and cones in the back of your eyes is something they do when you focus on something for a long, long amount of time and i'm like i don't think so i have looked at things for a long time and this started happening it wasn't like it was like 10 minutes and this started ha happening really pretty early on into the sit. And so I'm like watching her, watching her. And all of a sudden it's like everything is like just black and white and gray and very fuzzy around her, her, everything except for her iris. And then all of a sudden her face started to change shape. <laughs> kid you not and I'm like okay this is kind of weird so I kind of move like my eyes a little bit but still like focusing on her iris I'm like is it just because like my muscles are strained no like I'm keeping contact with that eye but I'm kind of moving just a little up and down I'm like nothing's really changing okay great cool so let's get weird going for it and at this point I've done so many things that I'm like what the fuck is going on that I just go for it you know um I have been in a um sweat lodge you know experience and there has been a there was not a physical bird but it there was a bird flapping its wings on the tent there was no bird because there's always somebody who is the the like kind of keeper that watches over the um the people who are in sweat um and they're like nope there was nobody there there was i've heard coyotes um when there was no coyotes <laughs> In the sweat lodge so I'm, I'm kind of used to I, I see ghosts like I'm used to hearing seeing experiencing things that are not of the physical world they're not currently happening but I'm, I'm just going with it okay so I'm like okay here I am I'm seeing this like brown eye the, the eye all this also gets like you can see I, I start to see all of the um, just like the different variations of brown. It doesn't just look like a brown eye or, you know what I mean? Like sometimes you just look at people and you're like, oh, you have blue eyes. Like, no, I could see like the spectrum of brown that her eye was and then everything else was gray. And then her face started to, to change shape. And all of a sudden I could see about three other lives she had lived. So I could see the face of a man and then it changed to a younger woman. And this is when some color came back in. She was actually like had a bit of lipstick and it was kind of smeared. Um, and then I saw an older woman. And I was like, well, this is interesting. <laughs> okay, cool. 
So I'm like, okay. And I I always ask like my guides, I'm like, what is this? And they're like, this is what she's lived. This is, this is the experiences that she's brought with her to this world that are like playing out the most predominantly. Usually the life that you're living now is most predominantly, um, you are working through the most recent past life that you had. Um, and so usually you choose a family or a dynamic that would provide you with the experience to kind of work through some of those things. But I could see th- like the past three iterations of her soul. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> cool. So I just kind of like sat back. Like I zoomed out a bit. And everything came like back into focus. I could like see color. I kind of looked at like bridge of her nose. And so still that same like area, but not her eye. And I was like, okay, interesting. I'm going to just look at the other eye and see if it happens again. And it was like, as soon as I moved over, it happened like really, really quickly, as opposed to like the progression that had happened before. And I was like, this is wild. And so then I asked my guys, I was like, is there anything that she needs to know? And they were like, she needs to know about this, the woman with the lipstick. And then they gave me some information to, to tell her. Um, and they're like, that's the most predominant one. But these other two, there's lingering. There's lingering like experiences. So anyways, I like shared that with her afterwards. But it was wild and also like so confirming to so much of what I experience doing healing work for other people is that people just want to be seen and they want to be seen because they, the entirety of who they are, most of society, most times gives you some kind of like freaking complex, you know, high school and middle school and all these things that you, you know, you're kind of trying to figure out who you are and your solar plexus is really developing and, um, you know, you're just like right around 11. Let's see. What are you? Um, you're about, yeah, you're about 10, 11 when your solar plexus does basically this another go around of development. It happens when you're three surprise, surprise. That's why you're a three major. And then it happens again, it happens again at about 10, 11. Um, which if you've had a 10 or 11 year old, you're like, oh yes, this makes sense. They're kind of developing their own opinions and they're trying to be funny, but they're kind of not. And you're like trying like, like, what is going on? And, um, you know, then it happens again around 17, 18 or no, I'm sorry. Um, no, I just did that math wrong. Um, let's see if that's 10. Anyways, not, not important, but we ultimately want to just be valued. We want to be seen for who we fully are without any judgment. And that's what this practice was. It was really cool. And everybody kind of experiences, not necessarily to that (laughs) extreme, but the, the kind of first experience that I talked about where you kind of see this person and you see like the life they've lived, this activity almost always ends in some tears because you feel so seen by somebody else, a stranger, you know, somebody who doesn't really know you. It's not like you're sitting down with your mom or your partner or your best friend. 
you're sitting down with somebody that you've had some casual conversation with and you're friendly with, but you know, it's probably not that close. And they're just looking at you for like 15, 20 minutes. And of course you can blink. It's not about holding like your eyes open and drying your eyes out. It's actually about like just continually looking at somebody. And at first it's usually a little uncomfortable and people laugh and giggle and they're like, I don't know what to do with my hand type of thing. But then they start to like soften up and they're like, wow, this feels strangely good. And also like really vulnerable and really raw. And that kind of feels nice and scary and exciting and like cool to feel like this with somebody that I barely know. Like if I took 20 minutes and just looked at somebody, how much more connected you would feel to like the universe and humanity and to your purpose because all of a sudden all of the judgments like really start to fade away you know so i don't know maybe you want to give that a try if you've if you've never i guess with somebody and you want things to get like weird on a saturday night i say go for it listen dating advice i gaze figure out all of their shit okay and be like is that a good fat match for me <laughs> Check out all their past lives, okay, by looking at their face. I'm just kidding. Um, but I just, I hope th that, my hope is, again, this podcast is always to be able to give you a deeper awareness of energy, of patterns, of behavior, of the quantum, of spirituality. And of course, I can't leave any of this wild and wacky stuff out that people are like, that really happened? I'm like, yeah, that really happened. Um, so I hope this episode is probably a little more fun and light than some of the others. Um, if you loved it or if you've had an experience like this or something similar, like a spiritual experience that maybe you can't talk about or you want to talk about with somebody, listen, I'm your person. Okay. Find me on Instagram. Let's have a conversation. Ashleen Carter. Um, I love you all so much. So, so much. I'm so thankful for you guys listening to be the frequency. We'll see you on the next episode. Cheers. Cheers.